Yeah, yeah. I mean, where the fuck should I really even start? I got hoes that I'm keeping in the dark. I got my niggas cross the street living large. Thinking back to the fact that they dead, thought my raps wasn't facts, so they sat with the bars. I got two phones, one need a charge. Yeah, they twins, I could tell they ass apart. I got big packs coming on the way. Hey guys, I welcome to episode packs. 11 of the No Cap Podcast. We've been gone for a while, and you know, like all good things, we had to come back. We got everyone in the house tonight. There is zero load management happening. It's a hashtag full squad. What up, Arun? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. How are you guys? I'm great. I'm great. We also got Will Lou on the line. Will, what's up, man? Squad. Squad. What's up, guys? I missed you guys, man. I I missed you too, man. We honestly, man, like I feel like, like even just talking to you guys on the phone, it's been a while since I heard both of your voices at the same time. This is this is nice. It feels it feels like you know everything is whole and back where it needs to be. Yeah. I agree, man. Like it feels like there's only like two thirds of us at any given time. Like whether it's me and Will at work, yep, or like me and Sasha hanging out, or you guys getting to hang out. Always when, when we randomly ran into each other after Sasha was about that Nook Cafe life. Yo, that was yo, crazy. That panini, that panini was amazing. <laughs> shout, shout out to the shout out to Nook. Shout out to the Nook family. Definitely shout, shout out. out to the shout out to the Ritual app that lets me know when I need to leave the office to pick up my Nook Cafe order. Like I what? perpetually have twenty times the points at Nook. All right. Yo, same. I uh, I actually doubled up today. I did the Nook smoothie in the morning, and then I went back for lunch. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, yo, the smoothies are good, man. They're good. They're good value. Yeah, definitely. Best optional king is banana for sure. Like least pretentious, which is saying a lot for that area. Listen, if I don't have to pay twenty dollars for a salad that will leave me wanting more food after, then that's just a win. Yeah, facts. So, guys, what are you been up to? Will you've been you've been covering a, a legitimate championship team? I feel like you've been you've literally been on the road. Like, how how's that been? What have you been up to? What's it like finally getting some normalcy back in your life after the end of summer league and you're able to are you actually chilling out now like you're actually enjoying your summer? Yeah, yeah, I'm I finally got into uh, my my hot boy summer. Um, you know, it look, man, I, I just didn't know like it would take so much endurance to cover something like this and I, I think I gained a new appreciation for like beat writers and things like that cuz like, they got to do this for like months at a time. I did it for like 2 months and it like it killed me. I think I calculated it was something about 23 flights in the span of two months. Maybe 23 or 26. I can't remember the exact number. But it's just like the the grind of it. Um, and also just how emotionally draining the playoffs were. Just because like no matter what was happening, like the Raptors lost. It was like super devastating. And then I had to like try to harness that feeling into some sort of content I was making. And then if the Raptors won, it was super exhilarating. And I had to try to channel that. So, like, basically, I was physically and mentally exhausted throughout the whole run. So, I'm back home. Um, what am I doing now? I mean, like, I'm seeing family and stuff. Like, I'm getting catching up with actual friends. Um, what am I doing? I did, I did some spring cleaning in the summertime because I kind of missed the window on spring because of the playoffs. But that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm back to being washed. So, um no, the the run was fun. It was it was uh it was honestly like the, probably the funnest thing I've ever done. Uh, all things considered, it was just like super tiring and hard to appreciate in the moment. But in retrospect, what a fucking time I was really at all the playoff games with the Raptors when they won the finals. So, um, I can't complain. What's been going on with you guys? Who wants to take it first? Sasha, you, want to go first? you want me to go first? Well, um, well, I'm quite happy to be Will's coworker again. 
Yeah. Um, at a place that really appreciates me and lets me do cool shit. Yo, by the way, did you leave your headphones at the office? That's where they are. <laughs> I, I, say, I pulled up to the office. I saw them on the ground. I'm like, those look familiar. Anyway, so yeah. Yo, that's where they were. Yeah. Yo, okay. you, you would you would not have left them there if they were AirPods. Just saying. No, I'm good with my like Sony headphones from Shopper Drug Mart. <laughs> Yo, uh, we really bought it from shoppers, eh? From downstairs. <laughs> Yo, how many how many optimum points did that cost you? It cost me like twenty nine actual Canadian dollars, so I'm good with that. Jeez, um, buying electronics at Shoppers, you're a wild one, man. Bro, listen, and you know what? This is the second time I bought that same ass identical <laughs> pair. What happened the first time? I lost them. True. Did you live uh, at the office? Uh, who knows? I don't know where they are. They're... So you guys are you guys are working together again? Reunited. Will and I are reunited. Um, nice. Yeah, so like from a work perspective, things are good. I guess through April to June, I mean, yeah, I wasn't on road, but like I really got swept up in like the Raptors run covering it along with primarily I was there to like cover hockey, and that was lovely. I'm having a blast that, and uh, I can't say too much, but I'm working on a project that's really cool right now. Okay, um, can't say too much. Well, yeah, I can't. But um, yeah, man, like, being at a place that really like loves you and gives you like room to grow and do cool projects has been dope. So yeah, man, like work has never been better. Um, and then yeah, man, like I'm also having a hot girl summer. Uh, so that's jeez, pretty, jeez. Pretty, pretty great. Is Sasha the only one on Team City Boys right now? No, I was on man, City Boys. I I've been on, I've been I've been on the hot girl summer. I I, <laughs> I honestly I don't care much for City Boys. It doesn't sound as good. Wow. Yeah. Well, city City Boys sounds like some friggin' BBC Three drama about like some guys in like Northampton like selling crack. Yeah, true. That's oddly specific. I don't specific. know why I went there. That's, that's oddly but, specific, like, but I would watch like, that. I don't know. It it uh, yeah, it sounds like yeah. No, like City Boys. I don't know, man. I'm 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 full full team Hot Girl Summer. Are we all team Hot Girl Summer? Yes, the spirit yeah. of it. Yeah, I thought I thought it was supposed to be City Boys versus or whatever. So I thought we were gonna pick a side, but yeah, I thought the spirit of Hot Girl, Girl Summer. We're definitely having it. Maybe I misinterpreted the whole thing, but I just figured like Hot Girls means like you're in like a relationship or you know, or you're Hot Girl having fun, and City Boys are just like fuck boys running up the score. And... Nah, man, nah, man. You can be you can be Megan Thee Stallion clarified it. She said that you can be either single or in a relationship. Doesn't matter what your gender is, anyone can have a hot girl summer. There we go. Okay. All right. All right. So we're all having hot girl summers then. Yeah, yeah. Shelton Megan Thee Stallion, I hope she gets her due credit for creating hot girl summer. Just like Kyrell didn't get her credit for creating Big Dick Energy last year. Like I hope Megan Thee Stallion gets her credit for I hate to I hate to be that guy, but people of color rarely get credit for creating things. But yeah, I hope she gets it, man. Like she's she started a whole movement. True. So you guys uh, are back together. You're working together. I'm kind of jealous, man. I might have to. I might have to see if Dan Toman will let me clean the bathroom or something, just because I feel like you know I need to be close to you guys. Yeah, we're, we're short on brown guys over there, man. We gotta we gotta get you on. We're short on brown guys. I think we have more brown guys in our <laughs> newsroom than any other. If you combine all the other newsrooms in the country, <laughs> whoa, whoa, the, whoa. Uh, any other sports newsrooms in the country, you have less people of color <laughs> than us combined. That's fun. Like, that's almost know, definitely true. I was like, you know, CBC Surrey is a thing, right? <laughs> okay, I guess. That's crazy, though, man. You guys are you guys have been killing it, man. As someone who as someone who left sports media a while back and is just an avid consumer of content, like everything you guys have done for the past few months has been 
it's just like literally the hook it into my veins meme. I've been I've been loving it. Kawhi watch was great. Will enough orange juice? I feel like it's time to go for something a little harder. But <laughs> uh, hey, yo, put some vodka on that orange juice, man. Dude, mimosas. You could have been doing mimosas this yeah. whole time and expensing that shit, but you chose not to. Yo, legit. Um, for one of those episodes, I was like, I was really under the weather, and so I had to drink like four orange juices. But also, those things were like, it's amazing juice. If you ever go to George Street Diner, please get the orange juice. Trust me, you won't regret it. And get the is big that, one, too. Don't even get the small one. Is that on the East End? Like, is it by, like, church, I think? It is on the East End. It's, uh, I believe, Richmond and, um, like, Jarvis? Oh, damn. I'm not really also, familiar with the East End. I'm not going to lie. Like, I panic every time I cross, like, young. I'm just like, I don't really know <laughs> what world this is anymore. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. you know, because, you know, West End for life. But, like. Uh, yeah, I mean, the diner's not bad. The diner's not bad. Also, the F word was shot there. Shout out to shout out the F word. Shout out Zoe. Shout out Zoe Kazan. Jeez, yo, you know people who actually live in the real East End are so pissed at us right now for calling Jarvis the East End. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. You know, if I cross the East Center, I'm just like I don't. Just in the wilderness, so, basically. So the beaches slash Danforth. That's that's basically Scarborough. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and no hate to Scarborough though. Not at all. Not at all. No, I, not at all. I just like I'm not familiar. I'm really not that familiar. Except for the Chinatown areas. Like if if, if we're talking Midland. Yeah. Yeah. One time I had to go to Scarborough Town Center to pick up a couch, and it was uh it was an experience. Damn. A couch. Damn. That's not something you can just like log back on the subway either. No. So there was this couch I wanted, and it was supposed to be in a store at college in Bathurst. And then they were like, I went in there. They didn't have it. They go, oh. And I was going to order it online and have it delivered to my house anyway. So, okay. I just said it wrong. I didn't go there to pick up the couch, but I'm not just going to order a couch online without sitting on the physical couch and making sure it's something that I want. So in order to actually just go sit on the couch, I had to go all the way to Scarborough to sit on a couch. It was a very productive afternoon. Do you take a line three? It actually wasn't at Scarborough Town Center. I had to take the subway all the way to Scarborough Town Center and then get on another bus to go like deeper into the heart of Scarborough. Yo. But, you know, I ended up buying the couch. I'm actually looking at it right now. It's pretty comfy. All right. Well, <laughs> those are those are our life updates. That's what's happening. Those are our life updates, man. We we've been we're still out here. We're having hot girl summers and uh, you know, we're back to potting. But, uh, you know, in the last two months, while we've been kind of off doing our own thing, the NBA has literally just become a snow globe and everything has been shaken up. And, you know, the big threes are gone. There's like a bunch of dynamic duos now. And, you know, I was hoping to pop with you guys last week, but we couldn't find the time. And then sure enough, in that intervening time, Russell Westbrook gets traded. (laughs) So it's like, I don't even know where to start when I'm looking at this summer. Like, I guess a, a good way to start this off would be to ask you guys, like, what What's one move from this summer that caught you completely by surprise? With the caveat being that I think that there's a very obvious one that you're going to say. So we'll say other than the Kawhi and Paul George teaming up on the Clippers, what's one move this summer that you absolutely did not see coming that is like, oh, shit, all right? I'll go first. I've got to say, um, the real answer is Al Horford signing with the Sixers, but like that's such a random answer. I'm not going to talk about that. No, but seriously, Westbrook for Chris Paul is hilarious. Just I, I just thought that, like, I mean, first off, I just thought OKC was just sort of stuck with Westbrook. It's like contract is so bad. And then I just always thought that Chris Paul was, like, you know, stuck in Houston because that contract was so bad. So for the, for the two of them to get flipped. And then, like, I think it kind of makes both teams worse almost 
in a weird way and it just i don't know the nba is just weird man it's just weird like why would you make this kind of trade um basically it's like it just smacks a desperation for both sides really and so um that's probably mine actually i just i just kind of like the idea of chris paul like running pick and rolls with patrick patterson and then like getting exposed like just for 82 (laughs) games a year i'm really hoping okc doesn't trade chris paul because like i just feel like he's the kind of guy that like tries too hard and everyone hates the guy so that's that's what i'm hoping for but yeah that that move took me by surprise arun what are you you saying I would I would say that one too. Um, also, if I can just add one one more point of that, like I can't wait for Chris Ball to try to talk cash shit to Stephen Adams and see how that goes. Um, Yo, you know he's be... gonna be yelling at everybody, man. It's gonna be crazy. And like the frustration level when Andre Roberson comes back from injury and like is like essentially shot putting a, b- a basketball into the rim and it's not going in. Like, I just I can't <laughs> yeah. wait to see Chris Ball's face, man. Yeah, I would I would say like yeah, that one was probably the one that caught me the most by surprise. But you you pretty much summed up what I was going to say. So taking and Horford too, that one was also surprising. But taking a different direction, I think Jimmy Butler leaving was um, might be the biggest one outside of the ones we've discussed. Just because like I thought like he genuinely liked being there. Like I think he liked being on a team that was good. Like you know when he was with Minnesota, he was his whole thing was like these guys play with like no effort and no passion, and they were like one or like four bounces away from advancing to the Eastern Conference Finals. And who knows what happens there, right? So I was really surprised that, like, you know, maybe I just couldn't get a read on what Jimmy Butler was about. But that was surprising to me. I think uh, I think Jimmy Butler likes having the ball in his hands. <laughs> that, uh, that much is clear. And I'm not sure if he... He seemed to get along with Embiid. And you thought that going in, that might be... Those might was, be the two who clashed. But it looked like it was more like Butler and Simmons didn't really... Like, that, from a playing style-wise, like, their games do not mesh at all. That might have been it, too, yeah. yeah. I think, too. But, like, Butler did have his ball, the ball in his hands. And, like, I thought, like, he was really good against the Raptors, too. So Yeah, well, when, oh, it, mattered most, when it mattered most, they put the ball in Butler's hands. And they're like, Simmon, go stand on the baseline, right? Like, they, they kind of empowered him, which is why I guess we all kind of thought he might be coming back. So maybe that's, like, a Raptors, like, centric view of just, like, maybe, like, watching the Raptors more than any other team this year. But I don't know, like. Aside from, I think Russ is the obvious one, and I mean Kawhi. Well, Kawhi and Russ being the obvious ones, but Jimmy Butler was a surprise to me. What about you, Sash? Honestly, man, like I, uh, I expected Tobias Harris to get paid, but dear God, like that yeah. that that contract is 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 wow. That that and the Middleton one were very. Uh, like you can you can see someone talking themselves into that by being like, well, we have no choice, but it's like. Why is this your only choice? Like I don't know. It's it's a lot of money, man. Yeah. Look, I, I this is the thing. People panic and they're just like, oh well, he's gonna be worth the max in, on the market, so let's just get him in the max right now. And it's like, I don't know, man. Maybe let's let let's see if Chris Middleton's agent can go out there and actually get another max from another team, which seemed unlikely. Um. Yeah, and the same thing for Tobias Harris, who I'm like, I'm just convinced those two guys are just very, like, middling players. Like, they're good. They're definitely starters. They're definitely good enough to put up numbers in a regular season, but, like, in a playoff setting, like, bro, Tobias Harris was... Tobias Harris might have been, like, the worst starter in the Raptors Sixers series. Like, just out of all the people that were on the floor at once, like, I think Tobias Harris was probably the worst one. Um, Like, I'm trying to evaluate now. Like, Mark was great on defense. Pascal was... He got hurt, but he was still pretty productive. Kyle was pretty good. Kawhi obviously was Kawhi. And then it's like between like Tobias and Danny Green. And okay, if you want to say Danny Green is worse, that's fine. But like being the ninth best starter 
in the series shouldn't warn you like a max contract. It just it doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, Philly's one of those teams where it's like, did yep. they get better? Like I actually have no clue. Like Yo, Tobias paying... is gonna play the three for the whole season, which doesn't make and... sense. He's better at four. Also, they're paying five hundred million dollars in the next couple of years to Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Tobias Harris. Which I'm like, those three, I I don't really see it. Like. Who's going to close the game between those three guys, you know? so I have no issue with Simmons and B game paid. I think, like, the issue is with Tobias Harris is the categorization. Like, is he a star? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's a very good player in the cusp below star. And I think what happened was he started doing that so well that, like, his value got kind of conflated with, like, oh, he does a lot of things well. And then he got paid, like, a star or even, like, a superstar almost. Yeah. So I think it really is just like the, this might be like the most blog boy opinion ever, but I really think the issue with Tobias Harris is like, how do you categorize him? Is he a star? He's definitely not a superstar. What do you do from here? And then he got like tons of money and he's getting paid like playing as paid as such. So we'll see. But that strikes me as what the fundamental issue with Tobias Harris is. Yeah. And the crazy thing is the Sixers, um, they gave up two picks and Landry Shamit to get Tobias Harris. <laughs> And then right. pay him the max, and then those picks were later moved for Kawhi. So, or for Paul George, which landed them Kawhi. So, plus Landry Jam is nice, man. Wild, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He looks like uh, that Muppet um, Beaker. He looks a little like <laughs> yeah. Beaker, yeah. If, if Beaker was wet from three, <laughs> yeah, honestly, if I mean, who Beaker knows? Beaker was wet from three. Jeez, wow. <laughs> I feel like does he? Does he? I don't. I'm, I don't know what Landry Shamit looks like. I'm gonna Google him. Yeah, no, real quick. Do it, man. I'm telling you, he looks like. Yo, does he kind of have a bit of Austin Day in him? No, what come on. Man. What does that mean? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I don't know. He kind of looked. Never mind. I'm. I'm looking at more of these photos. He does not. No, look he doesn't like look like Austin Day. Day. Oh, <laughs> no, no yo, I saw. I saw a blurry photo. Okay? 2013 Sasha something. jumping out, man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, anymore. man. Like. Other other than that, like I guess D'Angelo to the to the Warriors. I don't yeah. know. It just feels like there's so many ran that was one I guess that was one of the more random ones. That was pretty random. Because you know, it was it was like oh like Carl Anthony Towns just kept tweeting like, Oh, it's like the clock or whatever, or like ice in the veins and it was like, Oh wow, he's going to the Timberwolves to form another thirty five win Timberwolves team. I can't wait to see that happen. And then he just like randomly is like, Actually you've been traded to the Warriors and the craziest part about that was like K D apparently was like Oh, that's not enough. We can't just do a straight-up sign-and-trade. No, I need the Warriors to also give up a first-round pick or else I'm not doing this deal. Like, So basically, KD was like, I need my former employer to give up extra just to warrant my own status and also just as like a, a final F you to the franchise that ruined his career. So uh, I kind of fuck with it. Honestly, it might be one of the greatest things KD has done in a while, to be honest, just being petty to the Warriors. Also, to- today is Tobias Harris's birthday, by the way. Oh, oh shit. shit, yo, happy birthday, Tobias Harris. We yo. did not mean to slander you on your birthday, but uh, hey, man, you know, anyone can get it. Shout out Dreamville. <laughs> Straight up, man. Um, but yeah, like, looking at the NBA now, there's 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 all these dynamic duos. And I guess now we can talk about Kawhi and PG, LeBron and AD, et cetera, et cetera. If you just needed to win a basketball game and you just it was a two-on-two game, you could select any pair of teammates from a team and you had to bet your life on it, or bet something, you know, precious. Maybe not your life. Who would you Who would you pick? Like, what What duo would you pick? And obviously, I know the answer is Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam. But other than those two, who would you pick? I mean, Fred and Pascal. No, I'm kidding. It's probably LeBron and AD. But I mean, 
like continuity matters a bit too, and there isn't any in the league. So I don't know. There's obviously some issues to be worked out there. I mean, Kawhi and Paul George are far more sound defensively. It's yeah. I'd probably say like you know, gun to my head is LeBron and AD. But I don't know. What do you guys think? What about you, Will? I mean, LeBron and AD is like, I think the correct choice. But also, I, I feel like Paul George and Kawhi is like. Just a nasty combo because I just like I'm, again I'm very biased because I just saw what Kawhi did in the playoffs and I'm just like I don't know man can anyone really stop that like really like in a two on two setting like what are the, is Anthony Davis gonna guard Kawhi one on one no and is is LeBron gonna guard Kawhi one on one no so meanwhile I think Kawhi can probably guard AD one on one considering what he just did to Giannis and I think you know it depends on if Paul George can guard LeBron but I mean yeah I, I I'm gonna go with the Clippers duo Sash what about you. I'll probably say LeBron and AD, even though I think the Clippers do obviously have the better team. But, like, man, LeBron, that's going to be so much fun watching LeBron play with AD, even if they are playing with, like, Danny Green and two waste men. Like, that's, that's going to be – I'm just excited to see those two guys on the floor together. Yo, what about Streetcar uh, Boogie, though? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Boogie really uh, yeah. slimmed down. It's kind of freaky, man. I, when I look at him, I'm like, what's going on? Because it wasn't that long ago the finals, and then the finals he was, like, chubs, so – He's now like yeah, lost a hundred pounds somehow. In the finals, he looked like he was Drake's friend Chubbs. You know, that's a fact. <laughs> but let's say this: like Demarcus Cousins wasn't really all that good on the Warriors to begin with. Like there were stats showing that, like the Warriors, like five on five stats showed that Cousins was better off the floor. So I don't know. I want him to be good, but let's call it what it is, man. Injuries have done a toll on him. I, I mean, look, personally, I'm, I'm hoping for him to get back to where he was because you never want to oh, see injuries right. rob a guy like that. But also at the same yeah. time, man, like, damn, that guy did not look the same. Like, I was pretty happy every time Cousins was on the floor for the Warriors. Yeah, same. And I'm rooting for Cousins, too, because he strikes me as a good guy, like, too. He's a good dude off the court. So, like, I want him to be still play well, but let's call it what it is, man. He doesn't look like he's the same player. Yeah. This is the year, right? Like, if he if he's able to rediscover it this year, then, you know – he can get back there, but uh, I feel like this is kind of make or break, you know. Yeah. Also, uh, shout out to the story involving Demarcus Cousins and Nick Stauskas. Um, <laughs> Could you run that back? What? What's the story? This might, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to edit this off the pod. So. Uh, oh no. Yeah. Come on, Nick. You got you to be smarter than that. <laughs> Yo, Come but on. the craziest I, part is later in the season, Rudy Gay and DeMarcus Cousins like popcorn Nick Stauskas' entire house. Yo, what? Not even his just his like fucking car or whatever. He like, like his entire house, man. So those guys are the reason why Nick Stauskas is currently putting up shots, putting up shots at Lifetime Fitness in Mississauga. He's gonna be he's gonna be great on TSN for ten years. And by 10 years, Dude, I mean 50 years. He actually goes and like plays at like the Lifetime Gym at 403 in Winston Churchill, by the way, if anyone wants to go play ball with Nick Stauskas in the summertime. Wow. Straight up. Multiple multiple reports have confirmed that Nick Stauskas is playing ball at 403 in Winston every, Yo, every ask, other night. Ask him about DeMarcus Cousins as well. I will, man. I'll go there. Also, multiple reports uh, indicate that Ram Riddles might also go to that gym. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> the real OVO bounce. Sweeter man summer league. I'm loving this. 
Straight up, man. Straight up. Are you uh, are you guys enjoying all this player movement? What are your thoughts? Is it? Are you? I'm not gonna be like, do you think it's good for the league? Because you know we're not 50 year old white guys. But are you are you personally enjoying it? Um, I don't. Uh, look, I, I mean, yes, not to sound like a white guy. I do think it is good for the league to a certain degree in terms of the entertainment scale. So and yeah, and like I think players should be able to exercise their free agency. It is free agency after all. Um, I think my view is a little bit colored by like Kawhi leaving the Raptors. Unfortunately, like it would have been great for him to stay, but yeah, the chaos is good. Um, I generally think super teams are good for the league, though. So I don't know. And like, the thing is too is like it, it's a real bummer that the defending champion is not running it back in earnest. Even like you know that would be that would be objectively my opinion, even if it wasn't attached to the Raptors. So, yeah, like, it's interesting. It's fun. I can't wait to see what happens. I think there's an element of unpredictability that hasn't been there since the 2014-15 season. But, like, is it good? Like, we'll have to wait and see. Like, what if the Clippers are a flop? What if the Lakers are a flop? And what if you, like, then you end up with, like, the Utah Jazz being, like, the best team in the West? As, you know no, what I mean? Nobody so, wants that, man. Well, Yo, that nobody wants that. So, like, we'll have, to, we'll have to, like, my answer is, I guess, like, wait. It's not interesting, but wait and see, I guess. Yo, that team, uh... Side note, but, uh, you know, I like the Jazz Summer. Everyone likes the Jazz Summer, but I don't think they're going to be as good as people think they are yeah. going to be. Their best player is still Donovan Mitchell, who does a Russell Westbrook impersonation in the playoffs. I mean, he's young, so he can improve, up, but, like, the players, are, the playoffs are about who is your best player. And, but, uh, you know. Yeah, so, like, I think there's something to be said for, like, the entertainment of, like, rampant player transaction versus, like, is the league more fun when it comes yeah. to an encore product and... That we'll have to wait and see, man. I don't know. It's definitely better for content. I think the comparison here is like it's probably a little bit more like, um, like what it is like in soccer, where it's you're getting so much of the news is not necessarily about the actual game itself, so much as is about what could potentially happen with the stars moving. And like it's not the same economy because there's not like multiple countries involved and then like dozens of papers involved and so it's not always like oh Paul Pogba wants to move back to Juventus read more at the Mirror UK and you know what I mean like it's not like that level but it's kind of the NBA is kind of moving towards that level and I think it's kind of smart because you look at it it's obviously extremely successful for soccer so I think it's in the NBA's best interest to sort of um you know at least play up the same kind of speculation because like realistically man like people are very very much into like news and like types of media that are super easy and super basically like sugary type of media and like um there's nothing more sugary than thinking that um something like some random chris broussard says oh it's a 99.4 percent chance that Kawhi goes to the lakers you know what i mean like that's gonna drive traffic for like a whole day so like i think it's just moving towards the soccer model shout out to gazetto della sport <laughs> also paul pogba is not going back to juventus and he's not going to Real Madrid. Uh, yeah, man. No, I, I, I agree. And it's interesting, too, because I think the one the one instance where it's different from the soccer model, particularly from an off-season kind of rumors point of view, is that, you know, you have well-sourced journalists all across Europe, all across the world, really, who break transfer stories. And in the NBA, it's like two mans, <laughs> which is uh, which is kind of a funny, kind of a funny distinction. But I, I don't know if it's good or bad i don't really care to be honest but personally i'm very much entertained by it obviously i would have loved to have seen the raptors run it back i think we all would have loved to have seen that but 
like I don't know about you guys, but I I was going on my phone. I was at a cottage when the Kawhi news broke. It was around two a.m. and I just couldn't sleep for the rest of the night. Bro. And the fact that we actually all went on Will Lou wake up watch was fucking hilarious. Dog, I was in the Slack channel when that started. Yeah, I woke sh- shouts up- to you for for working that. Bro, I woke up, man. Like I woke up at five a.m. because I, I guess I'm thirty and washed. I can't sleep through the night. Did one single sleep anymore? And I'm just like. <laughs> Yo, that's so watched, man. I'm sorry. No, it's fair, man. It is what it is. Uh, Straight so, up what my like, grandparents would... complain about in the 80. No, so like, whatever. So like, I wake up and like, I just check my phone, like, you know, absentmindedly. And I go in like, actually like our Slack channel because it's lit up, right? Like the thing is like white or whatever, just new messages. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And there's a news story. Kawhi Leonard has agreed to join the Clippers. I'm like, oh, fuck. So like I jumped in the shower and then I was like online at 5.15 a.m. And then watching people wake up to the news was, like, insane. And then we had Will Lou watch in Slack. Like, is Will awake yet? Is Will awake yet? Yo, please wake this man up. Dude, Will Lou watch was one of the funniest things. Like, it was, like, actually the silver lining to a horrible, horrible morning. Yeah. This is, like, I didn't even know, man. I didn't even know. I I, I went to sleep early because I went to eat barbecue at, like, 1130. And so when I got home, you know what I mean? That thing hits and you're just like, I need to sleep immediately. Like your body is just like, I got too much tryptophan in me. I have to sleep. Mm-hmm. And like the night before it was so hot. So like I wore like a Kawhi jersey and oh, I was like, I'm going to a barbecue place. Like it's acceptable for me to just wear a jersey and shorts. Um, not like, you know, sporting shorts. Like I at least wore board shorts or whatever. So I'm not like, you know, uh, one of those full, full kit wankers. Oh, I wasn't a full shit. kit wanker. I promise I wasn't a Kawhi Leonard full kit wanker. But yeah, no, I, I woke up in a Kawhi jersey and like. My phone was. I had like I saw like a hundred messages in our, in um in the work uh, uh WhatsApp group, and so I was like, oh, this is great. Kawhi must have resigned, and then yeah, no, he didn't. So that's tough. But also, someone told me like two days before that happened that uh, Masai was on a plane to Turkey. So I'm like, yeah, this is not happening. If he's on a plane to Turkey two days before the thing, then uh, you know, probably wasn't gonna be what we thought it would be. But I hoped. Oh, yeah. I had hoped. I I, like I remember there being like an immense almost sense of like relief. I mean, it sounds like really selfish, but I think from you know us being in towards media, like our jobs are so dictated by it too that like I mean like, everyone was waiting for it. Too. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's not but like, bro, we were like, all scrolling was, Real GM for him. You know, like shout out Real GM. I want no beef with Real GM, but like, dude, bro, for dude. real, Real GM was about to kill me. Like I was, like, dude, Real GM wanted all the smoke. <laughs> so, like, so the night the night before, like yeah, like me and Dan, Whoa. me and Dan Reynolds, friend of the show, and. What site manager at Raptors HQ with that title? I don't know. Anyways, me and Reynolds went Godfather out. Godfather of Raptors HQ. Yeah. Well, anyway, Shell Reynolds, but him and I went, and we I we both capped ourselves at like a two beer limit in case like shit popped off at that time. And I think both of us went to sleep at like two a.m. And surely enough, the news breaks in like the middle, of the, like right before. Like, man, the news broke like half an hour after I went to bed. So I don't know. And then I think like the first time, the first reaction was like oh this fucking sucks and the second reaction was okay we can go back to living like a somewhat normal life you know you're not being paralyzed by like every hour has he signed checking your phone every 30 minutes like dog i still haven't gone to the movies yet i was afraid to go to the movies oh man yeah i remember you saying yeah. that, that message professional room see- man you've been wanting to see toy story right professional room it's crazy what's it crazy how i work when i'm actually uh, motivated and have an employer that respects me. But anyways, wow. um, all the smoke, man. Let's go. All the smoke, Yo, dude, Arun, give, dude. Up, give us that real GM energy, man. 
<laughs> Yo, give me those real GM comments, bro. I will, I'll, I'll say this, man. There's something to be said for having great bosses and being surrounded by, like, amazing people. And, you know, I don't know. Like, it's, it's that simple, really. You give, your, you give your staff opportunities and they'll thrive. Straight up, man. Shout out that's, IT that's, Bobby. That's, that's well all I'm going to say. Yo, IT Bobby. <laughs> That the guy, that guy died for content. He straight up was just like, you know what? I'm gonna blow up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a helicopter. I'm, I'm gonna get them to send a helicopter. <laughs> no, I'm, yo, I'm convinced that it was uh, it was Uncle Dennis. He heard from Steve Ballmer that like, actually, we can't give uh, Jeremy Castleberry uh, five million dollars a year uh, as an assistant. Uh, I, I don't know if we can do this deal. And he's like, oh, we're yeah, okay, let's get this chopper going. Let's like le- increase our leverage. Oh man, let's make you give Dude. him another two first round picks. Yo, if there actually is anyone from Real GM, and I don't think they'd be listening to this because they don't seem to like you very much. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, if there actually is anyone from Real GM listening to this, can the guy who commented when I think uh, a tweet of mine got shared Yo, in a Real thing. GM you got thing, you got sucked into this too. Yo, I'm not, I'm not even in Raptors media, and I was getting the smoke from these Real GM guys. Someone actually recognized me. It was like, oh, I went to university with that guy. Biggest douchebag of all time. Which, I mean, fair point, but like, who are you, man? I'm just curious. I just want to know who you are. Like, I, I've been running, I've been looking at his username, and it's, I think it's like Shmito77 or something, and I'm trying to run through who I might have known from university who's had that username, who, or would have those letters in their name, and I'm, I'm shit out of luck, man. See, you looked for curiosity. I looked to pull up on them. <laughs> no, no, no. Relax, relax. Everyone, don't do it. Don't no, do it, man. It's no, a hornet's nest, man. Don't do it. I actually really like Real GM. This is the thing. I actually fuck with it really hard, but like, no, it, it it'll go against you, man. Don't don't go after Yo, these people. Yo, you're not please. trying to actually beef with man's real GM. Yeah, no, no. They're, they're gonna show up at your house like Bobby. Yo, real GM, man. They're like the Illuminati of Toronto, bro. You don't want to fuck with those guys. Okay, well, I'm not too concerned, but anyway, <laughs> I'm not too concerned, <laughs> yo, dog. <laughs> yeah. Yo, um, uh, Duffman, it Bobby. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, I don't support any of this. Yeah, yeah, please, uh, please, please. I, I have nothing to do with this. Please don't pull I, I, up. Yeah, don't pull up, man. It's okay. Um, oh man, but yeah, it's uh, it's been spicy, man. It's been a spicy summer. All these things are happening, and uh, you know, we talked about it earlier, and I guess we're all in agreement that we're having hot girl summers. But how is your summers going? Like, what are you up to? What are you listening to? I I was listening to some people the other day. I was at a cottage, and we were kind of having a debate on what the song of the summer was, and everyone had these very impassioned answers and i'm just curious as to what you guys think the song of the summer is well let's uh start with you all right um all right so the ones okay so here's the thing i actually really like um pop songs by just like breakup songs basically i'm like a big like breakup song enthusiast and like i don't feel like nights like this by kehlani is like necessarily a breakup song and it's definitely not a song of the summer because i think it came out in the winter time but uh, I keep listening to that, so shout out Nights Like This. Also a great Ty Dolla Sign um, feature. Obviously, we know his PR per feature is much better than his PR per actual song, but, you know, uh, shout out Nights Like This. Yeah, this is probably an unexpected answer, but that's that's been my song of the summer. Jeez, yeah, his, his wind shares need to, need to get up there. <laughs> Yo, he's like Amir Johnson. His PR is like 26 when he plays like 18 minutes, but if he plays like 36 <laughs> minutes, it's like 12, so... Oh my god! Yo, imagine playing Amir Johnson for thirty-six minutes. Yo, we did that for so many years. He's my favorite player for a while. 
Yeah, shout out to Amir Johnson. Yo, the day before, the night before game one of Raptors Sixers, uh-huh. I went to go see the Avengers movie that come out, and Amir Johnson and just pulled up to Scotiabank <laughs> Theater by himself. Yo, by himself? Come on, bro. Yo, what happened? I roll with Amir. He's what literally happened? standing in line buying a ticket at like 11 p.m. I showed up. I saw Wolf on in the lobby. We start talking. We both what? look over. We're like, "Oh shit, it's Amir Johnson." I rate Damn, it, man. That's crazy. Going to lose by yourself is the best. He was actually in the same in the same showing as us, and uh, we left the theater. And he just literally like he didn't even get into a car. He just pulled up his hoodie and just walked down Richmond Street. I think they were staying at probably like the Shangri La or something. But that's yeah, crazy. he just literally like walked back to the hotel. I was like, "Yeah, man, shout out to you. You're not going to play tomorrow. You can afford a late night." Yeah, go see the Avengers. Yo, do you think him checking his phone cost him his NBA career? I mean, like, no. he was on the way out anyway, but, like, no one's signing Amir Johnson right now. And, like, the last memory of him in the NBA outside of him going to see whatever movie you guys are seeing, Avengers, was uh, was him looking at a phone on the bench. So, Yo, the memes, though. He'll be remembered for the memes. That uh, that shit's gonna, shit's gonna live on every time Joel Embiid does literally anything. Damn. I miss Amir, man. Me too, man. Shout out Young Guns. Shout out Young Guns. Yeah, shout out the Young Guns. Shout out to Antoine Wright, the oft-forgotten member. Yeah. Wow. True. Yeah. Rune, uh, what about you, man? What are you listening to these days? What do you think the song of the summer is? They can be For different me, answers, but uh, what are you vibing with? For me, it's Cash It with Megan Thee Stallion featuring the baby. That shit bangs. Yep. That's good, man. First of all, I mean, the hot girl summer, I mean, it belongs to Megan Thee Stallion. And secondly, that song, yeah, it fucking goes off, man. It's uh, definitely my favorite of the summer. Uh, I know we, we got something in the mailbag about, like, album stuff, so I can touch on that more. But there hasn't really been, like, a definitive summer of the song, or, that's song of the summer 2019. But that would be my vote. I feel like the definitive song of 2019 is probably Old Town Road, Road just because yeah. it's about to yeah. break all these records. Yeah. But I don't think it's the song of the summer. No, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm very tired of it by now. It's... Dude, it's, I think it's a week away from tying Despacito, which has the record for the longest run as, as the number one song in the Billboard charts. Damn. It's actually on the cusp of legitimately making history, which is hilarious because it's, it's such a 2019 success story. Yeah, definitely. We saw you when he dunked on that Walmart singing kid. Yo, that, Mason that was crazy. Mason Ramsey. Yo, <laughs> fucking yo, Mason. How's Mason Ramsey not play for Everton, Doug? Bro, I was gonna say Mason Greenwood, but he's a United Academy striker. <laughs> I was gonna say like Jalen Ramsey, man. But damn. No. Yo, shout out, shout out to the Walmart kid. We hope. Uh, actually, I don't know. I don't know why I'm shouting about. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, shout the Walmart. Me. The Walmart kid's a person that exists, I guess. No, but the um, fact that the Walmart kid was so jealous of someone else. That became a bigger meme than him is like, bro, w- w- just have some self awareness. Bro, aren't you in grade five? Like, yeah, like go what? Back to school, dog. No, seriously, man. Scholastic days of summer are coming up soon, man. You gotta. Bro, they, they, they got a sale on Clifford, the big red dog value pack books. Bro, just uh, just get in there. These kids are gonna be the next like Wash Disney stars. They're gonna be the ones like strung out at like age seventeen. Dude, when we're old as fuck. Walmart kid generation is gonna be the generation that's like responsible for like us. Yeah. <laughs> you know how scary that is. Yo, yeah. Speaking of which, I I have been watching Euphoria and like um, yeah. So that that show is set up in like high school and like after the first episode, I was very very much shook for my younger brother and also my younger cousin um, who are coming I guess going into high school and stuff. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. The next generation is going to be real strange. Also, generations are much quicker now. Like, me and my brother, we don't share that many similarities culturally. You know what I mean? And that's just been 10 years, so I'm, I'm afraid yeah, for the is your brother on Yeah, uh, is your brother on the TikTok? No, but he mean, like, he's all his friends are and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, so I'm popping on Twitter, and he's like, I don't, I don't use Twitter at all. Like, what's your IG? And I was like, I don't use IG. And he's like, you don't even exist basically we can't talk anymore yeah no. so <laughs> to be fair to be fair will there's been a campaign to get you on instagram for a while now yeah 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 you know, at this it's point you work, can't though. do it though you're pot committed like if you were to get instagram now it would kind of be like ah oh, like what was once a principled man is caved <laughs> exactly plus I'll, I'll, i'm gonna have like the blake murphy odc instagram game of just like oh here's like here's like the toronto raptors logo um, from Raptors Suns, and uh, here's a pregame shooting video. Of ben Simmons missing 25 threes in a row. You know, no, I mean? you're like, doing your dad, you're doing your dad dirty like that, man. Blake's Blake's got better Instagram than you give him credit for. That's how Blake Shut described up. it to me, man. Blake described his Instagram no, game as to, very boring. To be fair, that's a very good summary of Blake's Instagram. Just throwing <laughs> no, some I like throwing some like random random like punk rock records yeah, yeah, and sure. uh, some no, beers, just, some craft beers, and you're pretty much there. That. I, uh, Blake, I love you, man. These guys are doing you dirty. You do more than that. Yo, Blake told me that himself. <laughs> Yo, it's from the mouth of ODC himself. <laughs> yeah, shout out ODC, right. though. Forever a legend. I love no, you, of, course. But... of course. Of course. Please. Um, Just to wrap up the last point, I don't really know what the song of summer is, but I can definitively say that my favorite song of this summer is uh, Act Up by uh, City Girls. That, uh, okay. that, drop, that drop gets me going. All right. It uh, really, I don't know, like the first, the first like 15, 20 seconds. I guess I'm, that's just a song that I love to hear. You know, when you just like hearing songs, cars driving by, playing the song at the window, you're at a bar, it's playing, you're in an Uber, it's playing, like that. I just keep hearing that song everywhere. And I really, I really like it. I don't know. It's a, it's a fun, it's a fun one. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Also, shout out one time to, uh, when I die, put my money in the grave. Oh, my God. Yo, Adonis is pissed. <laughs> yo, he's like, yo, for real? People know about me now, man. You can't be. Yo, you can't still you be talking like this. What do you mean it's going this? in a grave? You're not. Like, yo, this guy's talking like he's Tony Soprano and he's got money hitting in the hiding in the vents. <laughs> oh, a drink situation that worth higher than Tony Soprano's fictional network. But. Yo, but why, why is it going in the grave then? Yeah. Set up, set up a scholarship, bro. You know, you know what I found like mad interesting before we go to before we go to break or whatever? It's like that best in the world, like mixtape or whatever you want to call it, song release, whatever the fuck it's called these days. Like no one paid attention to it at all. Like usually when Drake drops, it's like an event. Mm. And yeah. like no, nobody gave a shit. I mean, here's a, a crazy. Yeah, that's true. Have you heard anyone talk about Omerta? No, man. Okay, no. no who's going around and talking about Omerta, though? Yo, I, if someone talks to me about Omerta, I don't even know what I'm going to say to them. That's, that's kind of my point, though. Like, for better or for worse, it's like Drake, anything Drake does is talked about. And nobody gave a shit. Yo, maybe this is the moment. Maybe this is the this is the first of, of many Drake releases that people won't give a shit about. I doubt it, but... Yeah, me too. Yeah, I just found that to be really interesting. I don't know, Sasha, you're definitely more plugged into the music scene than I am, but it you seems know, like, like no one's doing that. Like, people, it's often thought that when rappers get past the age of 30, they, they start venturing into the, the washed realm, you know, slowly but surely. 
And what's Drake now? Like 32? I wouldn't say he's washed, but like, it's not like he's getting any younger. <laughs> like, he's definitely not. Like, it feels kind of weird to say because you kind of think that like Drake's Drake still he's not as entrenched and you don't think of him as like one of those like Jay-Z Kanye types. He's literally been around forever, but like he's been around for like a solid, like 12, 13 years now. Like it's, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So wait, if, if Drake then, if, if Drake is now on the decline, then what, when did he peak? What, I mean, what was peak Drake? It's a whole separate podcast, but uh, Arun, what are, what are your thoughts on this? That's a good question. That is a whole podcast. Because like, um, like when Kanye peaked, it was like he had like an incredible peak. Like, you know, like now now Kanye is like apparently past the point of saving. And, you know, it's it's a little bit sad looking at him sometimes. But like back then, like the run up to, um, you know, Dark Twist of Fantasy, it's like it's just crazy. And then like that was like a piece of art. And then he gave up Yeezus, which was still a piece of art. People like didn't fuck with it as much. But like objectively, it was amazing. And then, like, even Life of Pablo was still pretty good. And, like, Drake, I don't really know. He kind of just, like, I, pop, I, I, like pop, is more life it, peak? It, depend, it, dep- it depends on how we define, define like, what peak means. Like, Popularity-wise, I would say more life. Um, but like, he almost got, you know he got I mean? so many streams off Scorpion. And, like, Scorpion wasn't that didn't good. Scorpion break, didn't Scorpion break a bunch of records, like, it, streaming it did. Yeah. it did. For the, record, for the record, I really like Scorpion. But, um... I don't know, like peak. I don't know, like some. I guess for me, like I listen. I didn't really like Drake very much when he started, but I think the turning point for me was after nothing was the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, where he peaked, like it depends on what we're talking about. Like if we're talking about his popularity. He's probably his popularity was before the peak beef, peak beef, beef. When we're talking about artistically, that's a whole different podcast in itself. Right. Yeah. Yeah, popularity. It's probably. Probably, Probably like, like I would say. Yeah, yeah. That that was like the first real chink in his armor. Mm-hmm. Shout, shout out, shout to, out to, uh, ESPN. Yeah, shout just, to... the only one. Wow, the worst headline of all time. Yo, bro, Jeez. that is that's that's also that's so bad, but also so good. Um, because he does have a turnover problem. This is all I'm saying. No, I'm kidding. That honestly, have... they really said chink in his armor for. A guy having a high turnover rate, like yo, was that necessary? Like, I have no clue what we're talking about, but I'm assuming it's problematic. It was during <laughs> Linsanity. Um, like no. one ESPN headline writer wrote something about like so. The so, so piece was about how Jeremy Lin was like having a really good time, but like ah uh, yes. he had a lot of turnovers, and so it was like oh yeah, the chink in Jeremy's arm or whatever, and was people were just like, bro, what are you doing? It's crazy. Yeah, that's uh. That's that's not good. I, yeah. I figured it was a bad thing, but yeah, that's that's pretty rough. Anyway, guys, uh, let's take a break now. We'll come back on the other side for some questions. So uh, stay tuned. When I die, I put my money in a grave. When I die, I put my money in a grave. I really gotta put a couple niggas in a place. Really just lap every nigga in a race. I really might tap realest nigga on my face. Lil CC, let it slap with the bass. I used to save hoes with a mask in a cave. Now I'm like, nah, love, I'm good, go away. Ain't about to die with no money out in game. All right, everyone, welcome back. It is, uh, it's time for questions. As a reminder, you can send us literally anything. We are at NoCatPod on Twitter. And if you somehow are listening to this and don't have Twitter or don't want to publicize your question, we will take anonymous questions. Uh, you can send those to podcastnocap at gmail.com. 
So the first question comes in from Dr. Shanks. Shout out to Dr. Oh, Shanks. He's been living out. his best life for the past like two and a half months. Like every day, I feel like this Bro. guy's doing something, something amazing. I can only imagine Dr. his Shanks. IG game's amazing, man. Because I saw, I saw this man in multiple cities. Dr. Shanks Dr. is a great follow on IG. Yeah, I yo, can he's only fantastic. Imagine. And and he's like along like the Raptors run. Like he's in so many of the because he traveled everywhere, right? Bro, like this man was. I don't want to expose this man for what he was doing, but like. He was like on the not flight and shit, man. No, seriously, him. He was on the brown man not flight. Like if, like it was. If you watch the final videos, like the recaps of Game Six and stuff, Doctor Shanks is like there, like visibly, like in the okay in the video, all that shit, man. Yo, yo, you're part of history, Doctor Shanks. We respect you out here. (laughs) Doctor Shanks. (laughs) For the record, his his name is Shankar. Yo, Dr. Shanks is way cooler, man. Like, I know, I know. But if you don't, if you don't know Dr. Shanks, and you're like, yo, why do these guys keep talking about this guy like he's Dr. Dre? He's, he, he's, a, he's a surgeon. That's why. He may as well be, man. Oh, the record state, he's an actual doctor. We're not just calling him Dr. Shanks. Yeah, he's an that's actual. That's true. He's an actual doctor. Uh, all right. So he asks, uh, "Hot girl or city boy summer?" Well, you know, I think we're all in agreement on this one. Hot girl summer easily. Hot girl summer. Next question comes from Sarah Khan at Bootleg Muslim. She asks, I have a crush on Megan Rapinoe, and I don't know what to do with myself. Um, yeah, I mean. That's, that's completely man, fair. That's fair. What a tournament for the U.S. Women's National Team. Yeah, that's true. Um, Dude, generally like, speaking, like, I root against the States, just as like a mm-hmm. point of principle in almost all sports, but like it was impossible to uh, to do that here. And like, you know. Objectively, one of the swaggiest runs um, I've ever seen, especially because they're in the politics behind it. So, congratulations! It's, it's like they took all the, like, it, it's 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 true though. Like, I agree with you. I generally don't like rooting for the states, but it's like they took a bunch of like good Americans, mm-hmm. and yeah. then you know that them winning is going to make all the bad Americans triggered. So now you want them to win. Like, it's it was this this interesting you know combination of factors, but it was like. Yeah, it was a crazy run. Like the Alex Morgan teacup celebration, that was brilliant. Yeah. Also, their post game celebrations with Crime Mob, fantastic content. Yeah, no, they they're truly like they've <laughs> they won they literally won over the world like this this past month, which is hard to do for an American team. Yeah. Uh, next question is from at Kenzie Thompson. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we would answer this, but she asks, Hannah B is taking four mans to the fantasy suite. Who do you think makes it to final two? Who do you think wins? Also, a Bachelor in Paradise lineup was released. Who are your OTPs? I don't know what OTP stands for, and I don't think any of us have watched this season of The Bachelorette, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Hannah B... Uh, if it's down to the final four, there's definitely one person of color that they drag this far just to keep it somewhat diverse, and I'll predict that that person is going to lose. Is it that guy from last time? I have no idea. Who man. was the bad <laughs> guy that was in uh, Rachel season? Oh my god, Mohit. Mohit, yeah. What's he doing? Man, I have no idea. Yo, that we guy could went pro- out on. We could probably get him on the pot. Like I, I that feel guy like went we out on it. night one. We have enough clout for that. Oh, guaranteed we have enough clout to get that guy. Which, I don't know. It feels a little old, though. He was on the show, like, literally, what, three years ago? Two and a half years ago? That's fine. We could do that. Right. Yo, so, we got we got, uh, we got Cordy at... and What About the Rosen, like, five years after the fact. So, Bro, I'm trying to get Sam McDaddy on the pod. That's that's, that's Yo, the can, next. Can we talk about how he sent you swag? 
Yo, we can talk about that, sure. That's crazy clout, man. How did that happen? How'd you so describe the what you got and uh, describe how Dude, how that happened? I so so doc, you know, Doctor Shanks is on planes and stuff with this guy, and uh, I just decided <laughs> to you know follow McDaddy because I was literally trying to book him for this podcast. I'm not even joking when I say that I was trying to I was trying to DM slide to book him, and it was when I was doing that Raptors. Oh that Raptors hotline episode. Mm. I was trying to get, I was trying to get him on because that, that would just be pretty funny. And so I followed him on Instagram, and then he followed back, and then he put up an Instagram post, and he, it was just like about these like Sam McDaddy hoodies, and how he like had a bunch of these hoodies made. So I liked the post, and he's like, is literally, he was like, if you want a hoodie, comment your size, and wow. I just commented my size, and then. His assistant reached out, was like, "Yeah, like, what's your what's your address? I'll send you I'll send you a hoodie." That's literally it. That's wild. Arun, uh, you were you were about to say something about this season of uh, the Bachelor. Oh, for, 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 for Bachelor in Paradise, the upcoming one. Uh, I don't know much about this roster, but former Philadelphia Eagles tight end Clay Harbor is one of the contestants. Yeah, he was on last season of the Bachelorette. And oh, funnily enough, the group date he w- he got injured in was a football group date, and he actually got injured on the date. And some regmans off the street beat him. Damn. That... In a game of football. He's an NFL player. Damn. That, that is... This is like Bruno Wonderland levels of unfortunate, man. Yeah. This guy played, what, seven years in the NFL? I mean, granted, he wasn't like very good in the NFL, but the average, considering that the average NFL career is two and a half years and he played seven years is wild that he got washed Dude. on. TV. I didn't know that, but damn, they played a he's on this next game season. Of football, a pickup game of football, and his team lost. You would think this the team had, of the NFL player would win. That's tough. Yeah, this man had 114 catches in the NFL. That's like not a, you know what I mean? It's a career in the NFL. More than I've had. Right, than any of us. That's crazy, bro. Wow, he actually got hurt on the bat. Anyways, he's on the show. I would have guessed him, but based on Sasha's scouting report, I guess not. Yo, I'm, I know, lo- I'm looking at pictures of Hannah B., she seems like she has a future in uh, Fox News anchorship. This is, no. this, this is my, just based on appearance. <laughs> Hannah, I'm just saying, she Hannah wouldn't look out of place, actually, is what I'm saying. She definitely wouldn't, but I watched last season. Hannah B actually seems pretty pretty chill compared she to is? the others. Okay. Say that much. You, you see what I yeah. mean, though? Well, she looks kind of unchill. Like, I'd be hesitant oh, at first. She's definitely extremely Christian and extremely from Alabama. So uh, you definitely know that part. Yeah. Okay. No judgments. I'm just saying. What what's the profile <laughs> of? It's yeah. Next uh next question is from Asad, but thanks for the memories at Swara Lasers. He asks, Whoa. Y'all still pod? And uh yeah, we do. Yeah, yo, what happened to it's a tune thing though? Yo, what happened? what happened to that? What happened? Yo, it's not a tune thing. Yo, when was the last time that account <laughs> tweeted? I'm gonna look that up now. Uh it's next so question. Follow, Yo, yo, can we just say one thing, man? Assad genuinely has a beautiful singing voice, man. Yo. Yo, shout out to Shisha Lounge. Yo. No, shout out to okay. Raptors uh, Kawhi Leaving Therapy Group. That was that was a, yeah, that was a very inth- cathartic experience. We went out for karaoke the other night, and Assad sang, and he's like legit got a beautiful voice. Yeah. Like, man, got to give it up to him, man. Dude, go to his SoundCloud play if you, page if you had, haven't. Acid 81. He actually dropped all of his songs after uh, the championship. That's crazy. I thought I was the only one that was going to hear those because one time we were driving somewhere and, and he played me some of his uh, unreleased tracks on Google Music. Jeez. It was like, yeah, you could tell he like manually put them on there. And they were oh, pretty yeah. good. They were they pretty still, good. They still have the producer tags on them. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like he had downloaded them from uh, MP3.net or whatever. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's there. Shout out Assad. Shout out Assad. Shout out Assad, man. Yes, we still pot, uh, all right? Uh, yeah, we still pot. We still pot. Potty next door. Uh, next question comes from Mild P at Raps and Seven. They ask, "I'd like to hear about the most starstruck each of you have ever been." Arun, when have you been the most starstruck? Uh, well, I guess it depends, right? Like, while it's weird, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe Will can speak to this too, but like, you know, when you cover your boyhood teams, you don't get starstruck. Like, it's like you have a job to do. So, like, while most people would be like, oh, it has to be, like, Austin Matthews or whatever. It's like, no, like, I have a job to do. Like, I don't get starstruck in that arena. Um, so, and, like, and then when you go watch things, like, I'm more likely to be starstruck watching games as a fan than I am as a journalist, you get me? Um, but even then, you don't get that close-up access that you would think. So, for me, it's not even sports. It's like when I ran to Woody Harrelson at Trinity Bellwoods Park a couple couple years oh, ago, fuck. that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, man. Ran to Woody Harrelson at Trinity Bellwoods. So paint Real the shit. picture. Paint the picture. What was he doing? How'd you run into him? What was what was going he, on? I'm just going for a walk or whatever, and I see Woody Harrelson, like, exiting the park. It was around TIFF, and I just, like, went up to him. I was like, hey, like, I'm a huge, like, fan of, like, your movies, and, like, you know, he had just done True Detective. Uh, I was like, yo, you're a great True Detective. He's like, oh, thanks, man. And then, like, he jogs across the street. And, like, I shit you not, like, just jumps in this van and, like, they take off. It was, like, a really nice van, too. It's, like, a luxury van. And he just, like, hops into this, like, luxury van and he dips and, like, heads towards King, probably for, like, to his hotel or whatever to, like, shower and, like, maybe smoke more weed and, like, figure it out, I guess. I don't know. So, for me, yeah, it's, a, it's more of, like, like celebrities in outside of the venue of sports, you know? Because when it comes to sports, like, we have jobs to do. Like, you don't get starstruck. Yeah. You know, it's like you got – it's like a totally thing. You can say, like, afterwards it's cool. Like, covering the Leafs is cool. Covering the Raptors, going to events is cool. But, like, that is, like, you have a job to do. So, there's no, there's no Star Trek when it comes to sports. Um, so, it's mainly celebrities. Yeah, like, like, I ran into, like, Eric Andre once on the street. That was fucking rad. Uh, like, stand-up comedians or actors. That's when I trendly get Star Trek. So, so, yeah, my answer would be Woody Harrelson, I guess. What about you guys? That's a good one. What about you, Will? Um, I don't really get generally starstruck like that too. Um, I will say that it was really cool f- seeing Simu, Simu Lu, uh, one of the four stars of Gibbs Convenience at the Raptor Public Tournament last year on Blake's team. Yo, first yeah, off, man. incredible clout by Blake to pull that. And second of all, Simu was actually like decent, like he looked like Jeremy Lin two years ago, uh, before the knee injury. So, um, shout out. Although Timo and Jeremy are actually now friends, so I don't want to slander Jeremy whatsoever. But yeah, it was cool seeing him in live. I, I know that's not like the scale of it is not like super crazy. It's like, oh man, like we've seen him. But like the like just interact with a guy like in this basketball tournament was was pretty cool because I actually like really do fuck with Kim's convenience. And then I guess honestly, the I mean, look, this is whatever, man. Like, forget sports sports media ethics. All right, I didn't go to sports media journalism school, whatever. I don't know the rules. I know this is probably against the rules. But I was wearing the same jersey as Jeremy Lin was during the championship parade. And it's like a Mitchell and us Chinese New Year throwback. Where like the, it's like the old Raptors throwback. And on the, on the front it says Raptors, but in Chinese. Um, and on the back it was like T-Mac or whatever. But anyway, so Jeremy was wearing that jersey on the bus. And then he saw me in the crowd wearing that same jersey. And he pointed me out and whatever. And then I like 
threw my jersey to him because like at the start of the parade like it, there was so much access to the bus or whatever so i like threw my jersey at him and then he like signed the jersey and then like threw it back down to me so like in terms of starstruck in terms of athletes or whatever like that's that's as close as it gets which i know this is not very professional media ethics wise like I'm still gonna make these jokes about jeremy and keep it fair but like you know that's 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 pretty crazy that, that jersey is now worth uh 350 on ebay if you want to go get it Jeez. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm never selling that shit. Are you kidding me? Hashtag no low balls. That shit was like $150 to begin <laughs> with. And now with the, with, the, just, with the signature on it from the championship parade? Nah. Yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta keep it forever, man. That, you gotta frame that or keep it with you forever, bro. Yeah. There's no way. Yo, uh, I got a signed De- DeRozan jersey from like 2011. You think I could still uh, get something for that? Probably. W- was, it, was it a camo? No, no, it's the black. It's the old black jersey. Uh, you definitely, you definitely could, but I mean, uh, like, why would you want to, right? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a finals patch on it just to, you know, commemorate all the sacrifices he laid building the foundation. You'll change the Sorry. name the back to Sacrificial Lamb. <laughs> oh my god! Got like a Jeremy Lamb jersey, but write Sacrificial over it. Demar Derozan, aka the Soul Stone. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I like what you guys have said. Like, you know, stuff, stuff you do in the line of work. Um, not necessarily makes you the most starstruck but hey man like we we did an event back when i was at vice we did an event with pusha t and uh i got to hang out in the green room and we shot some videos with him in the green room and it was pretty much like one-on-one access it was me the videographer the host pusha and pusha security guard who i shit you not is the biggest man i've ever seen in my life he was like six foot eight like built like a refrigerator Damn. He was uh, Zion was working that, dude. He yeah. he was standing right at the door, and you couldn't see the door. Like he just he was the Jeez. door. He's a big dude. Yeah, hey, you don't want to fuck with that guy. But like Pusha was just like he was uh he was a really personable guy. He's very soft. He was very soft spoken. Uh, we got there and we asked him what he wanted for dinner, and he said he wanted jerk chicken. So we had to send someone out to go pick him up jerk chicken. And, uh, you know, when we got the jerk chicken, he was just really happy. Like, it was, like, really funny to see, like, this, like he, like, stops the interview and he's just like, yo, like, do you mind if I just eat this? We're like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So he just rolls <laughs> up his sleeves because he's wearing this, like, super expensive outfit and just, like, goes to town on this jerk chicken, finishes the interview, and then goes to the Raptors game that night. That same night, he shows up at the Raptors game does that all the openers go on and then he comes back to the venue closes it out and it was just like man that's a that's a good night for you fans i still remember sasha hooked up this like free pushers t show and that might be the best concert i've ever seen in my life that was fun man it was it was intimate i love i love it when you can actually get a show that's not like you don't have people like stepping on you and it's not like push a t-shirt show with like a hundred people man that was that's fucking crazy. amazing <laughs> yeah Yo, uh, open bar too Oh yeah! That, that. I I remember the time I was most starstruck. I was uh, this was like literally last month. I was sitting in the in Oracle Arena and like they had like a media table set up, whatever, and we were like just eating media meals, like fucking baked beans and shit. And then Zach Lowe sat down right beside me, and like was just eating his food. And like I didn't want to bother him, but I also very much wanted to be like, "Yo, Zach, like I'm a." you know big fan of what you do and like thank you for shouting me out one time but then like he just kept eating his food and at some point i was clearly done and i should have moved on so then i just didn't say anything but uh yeah i was mad starstruck at that time sorry i'm sorry to interrupt the I, push a t store i just remember that and i, I remember uh, how tense i was i feel like that's 
really what Starstruck is, right? You're like super tense in someone's company. And like, yeah, I was mad tense around Zach Lowe. But I think, Will, you've touched on a good good point there. Like, I'm far more likely, like in the line of work, to get Starstruck by a writer or like media personality that I admire than the athlete itself. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. That is true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, I think it's because we have jobs to do, like, yeah, like there's certain details you'll always remember from like things like oh that was like super cool. Like I think even with you, you must be like oh this is super cool that I'm going to interview like guys from my boyhood team and likewise, right? When the chance that I do too, like yeah. But it's it's less being starstruck and it's just like you just come compartmentalize it. You have to. You have to be like this is cool and I got a job to do and keep moving. Whereas like you run to like a Zach Lowe or like or whomever if I were to run to like Bill Barnwell or or what or any any handful of writers that we admire. And I think that was a thing that was definitely true in early in my career. Like guys I'm friends with now, but there are several guys I'm friends with now that like I was starstruck by their their work at the time. It's true. So right. I think that's more of it. Like I think if you're in sports media, you're more likely to be starstruck by like a media personality or a writer than you are than the subject you're covering, or else your work probably won't be that good, frankly. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, so moving on, the next question comes from. At Dream TV too. Shout out Dream. Drame. 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 My bad. Drame, I, I, man. I pronounced your name horribly wrong. No, Drame. a defeated, a defeated regular man. Dramian Dream, Dream Trillard. Uh, <laughs> they ask, uh, who are? Th- he says three athletes, but let's do one. He says, who, who's an athlete you all like the least, active or retired? Daniel Offerton. We can do three athletes if we want. Paul like, Pierce. I don't know. Get your card. Danny Alfredson, Tom Brady for me. I don't know if I have a Bro, third. I can't believe you put Danny Alfredson on there. I thought he was like super classy or whatever. I know you don't like the word classy. I, I just mean like super nice or whatever. And is, yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna say if you give me a Daniel Alfredson X classy remix, you're gonna get my rage up. <laughs> Real quick, I would rather just just because we're still working sports, I would rather go with retired guys, or because I don't cover football anymore, Tom Brady. But for me, it's Danny Alfredson, Tom Brady, no challenge. Wow. Jeez, and doesn't Pedroia three? There you go. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Pedroia is a good one. I say Paul yeah. Pierce, uh, Dembaba. No, I'm kidding. Dembaba. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was I had to send my Chinese hitmen to uh, to take care of Demba in, in the Chinese no, Super League. No, I'm kidding. Yo, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm Demba. I hope you. I hope you get better, bro. Yo, it's not Dembaba's fault that Stevie slept. Okay. Uh um. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I haven't really hated many athletes like that. I guess I need more time to think about it. But definitely, Paul Pierce is the one that jumped to the top of mind for sure. Well, that's that's not true, man. You get your hate up big time. What are you talking about? For who? I, Yo, anybody, like, well, like, anybody in the place of Raptors, I'll hate them. But like, is it hate or is it slander though? That's there's a difference. Ah, uh, well said. Well said. Sasha's right. Well said. Like you hate Tom Brady, mm. right? But like you can like slander. Andrew Luck. I don't know. I'm just pulling a name out of my hat. No, no, but you're probably right there. Like, I hate Tom Brady, and I also begrudgingly admit that he's the best football player of all time. I hate it, but it's true. Damn, man. Uh, Definitely number one for me, Luis Suarez. I hate that guy. Uh, Come on, man. Oh, come on. Just a a lovable racist man that's so good at hitting, (laughs) striking the soccer ball. Yo, imagine defending Luis Suarez. Wow. I thought you would have said, like, I thought you would have said like Jamie Carragher or like Fernando Torres. Jamie Carragher, Yo, relax, nah, man. Come on. <laughs> Yo, it's it's no, it's uh, it's definitely Luis Suarez. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Oh yeah, like, I'm yeah, gonna put Lawrence like Frank CBG. on this list. 
For sure. Stevie G, come on, man. Come on. Respect greatness. I thought you'd cheer for England. I do respect greatness. Yeah. That's why I respect Paul Scholes. Oh, fuck. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, no, I, even Stevie, even like Stevie G, like whatever. I ultimately, I'm an England fan too. So yeah, like, exactly. I don't really hate any of those guys cause they played for England, but let's go, let's go. Luis Suarez. I'll echo a rune and say Daniel Alfredson for sure. <laughs> um, damn man. Who else? Paul Pierce. Yeah. yeah Paul Pierce is a hateable guy. Like, definitely very easy to hate Paul Pierce. It, it, and it makes it funny cause he's like a cartoon villain. Dude, he, him not understanding technology and not understanding clothes that fit him at the same Bro. time is just a great combination. <laughs> the picture that recently came out of him. Like... Yo, the ESPY's the red carpet. <laughs> so it's like, how would the kids really remember him if the 2008 Celtics didn't come about, you know? He was just he was like just a guy on some pretty Bro. bad Celtics team for so long. Bro, I mean, he, he, he was an all-star. He was an all-star on some Celtics, Bro. some bad that... Celtics team. Sorry, anyway. without that title, he's literally Joe Johnson. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally Joe Johnson. Although, I saw, I saw Joe definitely aged better. I'm just saying, True. man. Paul Pierce would not be doing damage in the big three like Joe Johnson is right now. So, yeah, Paul Pierce, man. This guy really swept the Raptors. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I don't want to talk about this anymore. But I'm, yeah. dis- I'm disgusted. All right. Next Putting Lawrence Frank on this list, too, by the way. He's not even next an athlete, questions. but fuck Lawrence Frank. Lawrence Frank. Oh, fuck. This, guy's just weird. this guy just showed up to Raptors games in a polo and just ruined our lives. Fuck this guy, man. Swearing team outfits. I'll be rooting for Kawhi for the rest of my life, but yeah, fuck Lawrence Frank and that whole organization. Yo, it's such a swagless organization. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. they brought out the charcuterie, man. They brought out the charcuterie. Oh, man, the 10 the dips did it, man. The 10 dips. I, I know that's fake, but that's, that's it's way funnier when you, when you think that's real. 10 dips, 50 dips. Okay, next yeah. question is from at Vijay Vamu. He asks, favorite TV SB Nation, show? SB Nation's Vijay Vamu, That's man. That's correct. Get Congratulations it. to the Jeez. young one. Glory, I love marketing. Uh, he asks two questions. Uh, first part, favorite TV show that you've binged or just watched this year? And then favorite rap albums of the year? Uh... Mm, that's a good question, man. I haven't really been watching. Oh, okay. Sex Education on Netflix. That show yep. was great. That was I good. really liked it. it was really that funny. show is really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, that yeah. one probably is my best like new show of the year. Because otherwise, man, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not particularly interesting in my TV watching anymore. It's like sports and stuff and like movies more so than anything. Um, and like I rewatched the panels and that took some time. So I don't know. But yeah, Sex Education on Netflix might be the best new thing I watched this year. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, Ugly, I don't true. think Ugly Delicious counts as this year, does it? No, it's like two years ago now. Yeah, but he, he didn't. He. I guess yeah. He did ask this year. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. Uh, I guess I'll say I, I enjoyed this past season of Good Fight. It was very strange for the first half of it, but it kind of came together. Shout out Good Fight, and also I'm watching Euphoria right now. I was extremely perturbed by the first episode, but it's coming around. I'm coming around on it. I think it's uh, really well made. So, yeah. I've been meaning to watch that. Um, you know, I just want to really shout out Game of Thrones for an amazing ending. No, um, wow. what did I watch this year? That's <laughs> that's good. I re- actually really like that show, Dating Around. If you haven't watched Dating Around, oh, give it a chance. Word. It's it's really good. Dating Around's great. I really rate it. Yeah, Dating Around's up there. The HBO's like the hits. Like Veep was just that like, that was kind of disappointing. And a lot of people say Game of Thrones was Barry was excellent though. Yeah, Barry's a great show. Mm. Barry was excellent. I Bill Hader could could do anything, and I'd be like, yeah, I'd probably check that out. 
Season two of Barry was probably the best thing I've watched this year. So yeah, I'll put Barry in there. And when it comes to favorite rap albums, um, you know, there's already been so much, but I really like, I really like the Mostack and uh, a, lot, a lot of good stuff coming out of the UK. I really like the Mostack album. The Skepta album was good. The um, what's his name? The Slow Tie album was good. But like Key, the Key, the Key album that came out last week, so emotional. I just really like Key. I want Key to blow up. I feel like he's like your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. You know, like he's kind of that guy. And he just, he's just really, he's just, he's just a really fun guy to listen to. So if you haven't checked out Key, check out, check out Key. What about, uh, what about you guys? For me, it's simply Baby on Baby by the Baby. That's my favorite album of the year. Word. I'm taking Baby on Baby. Um. <laughs> I don't. Okay, so Mick Jenkins, like pieces of a man, doesn't count from this year. Can we do the calendar year? I feel like that's probably my favorite one in the calendar year. Like, um, we can we can do calendar year. Yeah, yeah, it was released in October, end of October. Yeah, that that album was great. That album's really good, pieces of a man. Um, all of Mick Jenkins' stuff is really good, but uh, that one's really good. Obviously, you know, shout out Championship Pack because you know I love Omerta. Omerta, <laughs> yo, maybe one line from Omerta. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can't. <laughs> but, yo, but when I die, I put my money in the grave. Though. Oh my in the god, grave. yo, in a grave. Um, just, just, it's just so funny. I don't know why. Man. Next question comes from David D at Pindy Lol. Uh, David asks, "Do you think Norman Powell will take another leap this year?" What do you mean another leap? Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, it'd be, it'd be really sad if he didn't take a leap because he's going to be starting for an entire year, it looks like. Mm. I I love Norman Powell, man. I've loved him even before I was, like, on the Raptors bandwagon and just, like, a general basketball fan. I love him. I think he's great. I think he'll be fine as a starter. So my answer is, I guess, yes. Like, I think he's I think he's ready. He's fine. Also, I want someone to make a custom Buck Hunter Norman Powell shirt for all, like, the crazy good artists who are out here that have been – um, their work has been further exposed through the Raptors run. If you can make a Norm Powell Buck Hunter shirt with a vintage Buck Hunter, do it. Yo, Casey Bannerman, get on it right now. Yo, anyways, dude, it's gonna be Casey. Yeah, Casey's great. His Don't Casey really acknowledged. No, I'm kidding. No, I love doing Casey too. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, no, I think Norm, I think Norm Powell's gonna be just fine in, the, in that role. I think there are, there are, there are concerns to be worried. I mean, obviously the ceiling yeah. team is lower without Kawhi. I get it, but. I'm confident in Norm Powell. I think he'll be just fine as a starter. What do you guys think? I think it's actually kind of funny that he's turned into, like, Raptors, Dion Waiters. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a little too confident for the skill set, for what he actually is. But, like, you kind of need that sometimes. And I feel like, especially in the starting lineup, you're just not going to have a lot of guys that want to score and shoot. So, we're going to need a big year from Norm. So, for that perspective, I'm going to give Norm some positive energy and say, yeah, of course I believe he can break out, man. Obviously, he just needs opportunity. And I think... I think he's the kind of guy where there is there are enough skills for him to do like a 15-3-3 type season, which is not overwhelming, which is kind of like a Dion Waiter season. But like, you know what? Let's just have like a slightly efficient Dion Waiter season. That's actually not a bad player. So, normal Dude, if you, if you, you offered me that right now, I would take that. That's the 100%. best case scenario for 100%. Yeah. But I, also, don't, I don't know if he's a starter, to be honest. I but think, I hope he proves me wrong. I mean, I, I mean he's not like a starter for like a, a championship team or whatever, but like – you know, I think him and Marcus all got good chemistry. 
the two of them last year. I think Mark is a guy who stretches the floor and always passes, and Norman Powell is a guy who likes to go to the basket and doesn't pass. Like, it's a good combo, you know? <laughs> I, could def- I could definitely relate to someone breaking out with more opportunities, so shout out Norman Powell. Wow. Jeez. Next question is Understand from Tim. Grind. Tim the Toolman Tupac. Right. Uh, Tim asks, and this is important, which half of the mermaid should be human? Oh my god. <laughs> this Man. question, fuck, I forgot that was even in the queue. So, so, yeah, we, we definitely uh, had the pre-pod meeting about this. Uh, and Arun instructed us to, quote, save it for the pod. <laughs> true. Now here we go. Alright, Arun, what do you have loaded up? Uh, after, like, some debate, I've, like, I've thought about this for a while. I think it has to be the top part, right? Because, like, a human brain functions differently than a um, mermaid brain would, I guess. Is that, is that mermaid canon? I, well, I don't know. I'm not well first in mermaid canon. <laughs> I just be a little mermaid in some time. Um, but I, my first, uh, my first instinct is to say top part, but I, am, I guess I will hear arguments. The floor is yours, guys. <laughs> I think that the little mermaid nails it. It should be exactly that way. Yeah, I mean, how could it be the opposite way? Okay, first off, so you're gonna have you're gonna have like reptilian fish scales on your upper half, and then fucking legs. That's what I'm saying. Like first, <laughs> first off, like you need to be in the water. So without the actual fin, you're not like efficient in the water. Like you can't be fucking around with legs in water. Like realistically, even if you're Michael Phelps, like it just doesn't work. Um, and then also like, what does the top half even look like? Because the top has a fish, right? So it'd be like a fish head with 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 legs. That's just the Halloween costume gone wrong. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. So, no, you need the uh, you need the top half to be human, definitely. Lock it in. Yeah, there we go. Next uh, question is from Raptor Hardcore Homer at PJ Priscillus. Uh, they ask, with the current lineup the Raptors have right now, how many wins do you guys project them to have? I'm gonna say. Fifty-one. Yeah, uh, that's a good. Question. That's tough. That's a good. That's good. I'm actually trying to figure it out scientifically. Give me one second. Okay. Oh shit, Yo, my guys, damn. my guys, crushing the analytics over here. Arun Mori. Right. A man's running the right. Carmelo projections right now. Jeez. Buddy, I'm running, running the Arun Vastin projection. Okay. What's, let's, what's let's the warp it. looking like? Yo, Nate Silver. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at actually right now. Um, <laughs> Nate Duncan in the cut. Know. Jeez, five thirty-eight. I, I will say forty-nine wins. Okay. Well, I I think it it really depends on if they can get the veterans to buy in and um. Yeah, so I'll, I'll say they either keep the team together and win fifty games, or they don't keep the game t- team together and they win like thirty-five games. Yeah, this is assuming yeah. like the roster stays as it currently. Assuming stays. the roster stays the same, yeah, of course, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. And like assuming pretty much like more or less good health. Oh, I mean, look, honestly, if the team stays the same and it's a good health, I can honestly see like fifty-three. Like you know what I mean? Which wouldn't be bad at all. It'd be the third highest total in franchise history. But yo, they won fifty-nine with DeRozan <laughs> as the centerpiece. What, it's a what real gives them What gives them some confidence in the win total is like they went seventeen and five without Kawhi. Yeah. So, like yeah. obviously, like without him, they're not a championship team or certainly not the championship favorite but like the fact they won 75 without them is pretty good so i don't know yeah like there is gonna be a, there's gonna be a drop off in that total that's why i'm confident in like the high 40s maybe low 50s dude the uh the kyle larry serge Ibaka pick and roll is gonna be like one of our go-to plays now it's gonna be uh, it's 
gonna be it's gonna be a long year. We're gonna but, need Norman uh, Powell to have that fifteen three and three season. Really gonna need that man. Um, the thing is, there's no there's no like behemoths like standing in the way. Exactly, like, the East is like, so oh, trash. The Raptors nah, are gonna get wins in the ass. East. Bro. The East is trash. So it's like yeah. So I think that plays into it too, right? Yeah, it does. Next, like, that's how we won fifty six games, low key. And and sorry, and this might be like the cousin of the Norm Powell question, but like I expect Pascal Siakam to take another leap. So we'll see. That's gonna be tough. He's gonna be double teamed all day. I know it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot to ask him. I get it, but I don't know. I have the utmost faith in him. All right, that's fair. Speaking of cousins, next question comes from at Golasso seventeen. Yeah, can't wait to see you at the wedding, Broski. I'm so glad Kawhi didn't go to your Lakers. That would have been a fucking heated moment. At wait, the wedding, he's a so. he's a Lakers fan. He grew he grew up in Manhattan oh, Beach, man. California. I was down to see him at the wedding, but now I don't know. No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. Uh, we can, we can both. <laughs> We can both commiserate about Kawhi going to the Clippers, all right? There we uh, go. So uh, he asks, if you could invite three people to have dinner with, dead or alive, who would it be? Mm. I can start. Sure. I've actually thought about this. Okay. Um, uh, Bourdain, number one. Yep. Um, number two. Now, am I allowed to pick current people who are still alive but different iterations of them or does it have to be the current iteration of them no that's fair if, if we can have people who are dead then we should have people who from our specific year are you gonna say okay, like 2016 so, kanye so i want bourdain i want yeezus era kanye okay and then the third one uh there's so many ways that you can go on that third one um i've thought about beyonce i've thought about steve jobs i've thought about my grandmother and I'm gonna say my grandmother. Aww. Aww. What about you guys? I gotta think on that a little bit. But yeah, like, we're gonna go. Is- we're gonna meet up. I'm gonna make a reservation on Open Table. You know, Bourdain's gonna get there right on time. I'm gonna pick up my grandmother on the way. Kanye's gonna be half an hour late, showing up in a diamond mask, and uh, we're just gonna eat together. It's gonna be great. Mm, that's a great question, man. Yeah, this is this is a, this is really tough. I should have done uh, more research for this. Not I really for, should have too. Really yeah. Um, I guess, I guess for me, like Muhammad Ali. Jeez, that's good. Okay. Yeah. He would be mad and shing, and you know he would just be there. You know, you want to talk about someone who can roast? Man, he was the king of roasting. Uh, yeah, Muhammad Ali. I guess. Not this vintage of Dave Chappelle, but maybe like Chappelle from the early day, early days, like Chappelle Show era Dave Chappelle. If we can go back a little bit, yeah, I think he's still, I think he's still mad interesting now, but like that energy level was like a little bit higher then. So Dave Chappelle, and despite the fact that he would fucking hate this dinner so much, uh, <laughs> Kirk Cobain. Wow. <laughs> Kirk Cobain, uh, yeah, that's an interesting group. I feel like Cobain and he- Chappelle are going to get along really well. Who's yeah. the first guy? Muhammad Ali's just gonna roast them. It's, it's a fucking yeah. group. That's a feisty yeah. group, yeah. That's a feisty group, yeah. <laughs> I, I pity the waiter. Uh, what about what about you, Will? Uh, I mean, honestly, not to be that basic about it, but like, I probably have Masai and Yao Ming there, and then I don't know who the third person would be. This is tough. For some reason, I the first person I thought came to mind was the former prime minister of Bhutan. Okay. I remember, like, he gave a TED talk once about how Bhutan was the only carbon negative country, as in, like, they were uh, processing more carbon dioxide than producing as an entire country, which I thought was a super cool concept. 
and that came that really stuck out to me so shout out sharing toge which i think i'm screwing up the name but um yeah that that that's that's my group <laughs> that's that's a crew i actually now that that's i think crew. about it i might I'm, I'm having a lot of thoughts about oh. maybe subbing in like 1998 Roy Keane, maybe. Uh. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like, yeah, I mean, if you go different vintages, there's so many. I didn't include any politicians. I went straight, like, pop culture, dumbass, of course. No, that's, um, that's fine. No, you didn't have to like, pick up. You didn't have to pick the former prime minister of Bhutan. This guy's naming Bhutanese politicians. Like, you really... True. <laughs> Yo, but honestly, that's it. a very inspiring TED Talk. Like, the whole country is, like, literally, like helping to save the world is crazy and they also have the highest happiness index of the world like it's like a small Yo, country is not sustainable necessarily for the even, worldwide stage but it was really inspiring man also, like, I don't know what... tourist visas so hard because they don't want to let in anyone that might lower their happiness yeah it's fair and that's fair like i i would also want to do that same approach so they're like no pessimists allowed Damn. i don't know if i want to swap like dave Chappelle for robin williams now now you got me thinking Oof. or kirk Cobain Oof. for robin williams even uh, mm. I might want to. Hmm, I don't know. I don't want to say anything on this. Actually, I was gonna be like, I might swap my grandmother. No. Um, <laughs> for like, I might swap my grandma for Beyonce. Like, I, might, yeah. I might swap my grandma for Roy Keane. I'm not gonna lie. I've met my grandma. <laughs> okay. I've never met Roy Keane. That's a crazy sub right there. Seventieth um, minute sub. Your grandma comes out during the, the right before dinner, right before yeah, she's, uh, the dessert. She's Juan Mata. She can't play the full game, man. We got we gotta get some. We got Daniel James on the pitch. Uh, all right, our final question. I had to save this one for last. It's from Clem, who I called during the Raptors mega telethon. I'm Clem. At amateur historian, he asks, and this is important: What food joint would you take Serge Ibaka to in Mississauga? Hard mode, though, so no tremendous or the OG Streetsville Osmos. You know, I feel like I'm. It's been real basic, but I, I've honestly only ever shouted out one Mississauga restaurant. I'm gonna keep it that way. Manjiang Hong, okay. Uh, I think it's called Red Lotus, in English. Uh, but uh, okay. yeah, it's definitely close to you know Mississauga Chinatown. It's in a uh, strip mall because or a strip plaza, I guess, because that's where most things in Mississauga are. And uh, they got Sichuan food. It's really good, man. Get the uh, get the spicy fish hot pot. Anyway. Serge, we're going there. We're going to eat crazy shit. The the beers are like $7 a full pitcher. It's amazing. Jeez. Definitely a go-to spot for Milton FC. Milton FC. Shout out Milton See, FC. Shout out Ronald. I don't know. As much as I would like to take, like, Serge to get, like, pizza or, like, tacos. Like, unfortunately, like, Saga isn't really, like, known for that. So, I guess Eddie's is the move. Eddie's walking Eddie's. roll? Yeah. I think That's Eddie's would be a move, man. That's fair. I love that we're all taking someone like Serge who's got like negative percent body fat to like just oh. gorge on food and drink beers. Well, that's, well, that's <laughs> the thing, right? Like, I could just say like All Stars, like, yo, let's go eat Mad Wings wherever, but I don't yeah. think he'd be down. Uh, he'd probably be down. Like, you just gotta. It, the, the question assumes that Serge is down no matter where you pick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Mm, see, that opens it up a little bit. Yeah. No, we're not trying to be realistic. We're not thinking about Serge's diet right now. This is this is Serge's eating whatever you're getting. Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. Has anyone been to East East meets West Halal? No, I've not been to East. Well, I have not. I've just I looked it up for some reason. It says four. It says a four point nine rating. But I'm, I'm, I'm confused because I only search sandwiches. 
four point nine is legit, damn. I don't know where I would take Surge, man. I you know, obviously Clem knew what he was doing by handicapping Osmos off the board. Yeah. But mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe there's like a there's like an old school like Italian sandwich spot I used to go to as a kid called um I actually forget the name actually. I know where it is. It's right off of Winston Churchill. Actually by the lifetime where Stauskas and Ramriddles chill. But uh, it's like this room. You go into this back room and it, it's in a strip plaza that's next to like a max. You don't really think anything of it. You go in the front and it's just like a little takeout area. And then there's this back door. You open the back door and it's literally like this dark smoke filled room with like Italia 98 and like, you know, Luca Tony posters all over the walls. Wow. And just like Serie A games playing. And they make really good Panzeratis. I might take Surge there. It's uh, I feel like I feel like you might like that. And then Yo, other than that, can you take like, me there? Yeah, man, that place is pretty sweet. I'm down, bro. Bro, that sounds amazing. <laughs> it's, it's really good. We used to go there as in like high school. Damn. Hmm. I forget the name though. I'm gonna have to ask my boys, but uh, I, I will report back to the pod with the name of the place. Man, the thing is, Miss August changed up a bit, man. Like. I was in Mississauga recently, and I'm going back tonight after we're done recording. Um, but, like, man, like, Mississauga's, like, it's changing, man. There's, like, a lot of, like, more, like, chain restaurants and stuff. Like, there was, like, a, like, Fat Bastard Burrito, like, in a random plaza, like, next to Emerald Chinese. I was like, what? The Emerald Chinese sign, the vintage Emerald Chinese sign got, like, redone. Damn. Like, Mississauga's changing, and that's, like, I wonder if some of the places I'm suggesting are even, like, open still. Straight up, man. Yo, Square One has like a Santose ramen now. Like they're they're starting to get like bougie Toronto shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it tripped me out. Like they had a they have a La Carnita at Square One now. Yep. Yep. It's like okay. It's like okay. Didn't expect that. So it's like, I don't know. It's opened up a little bit in the sense Yo, that like. I changed my answer. I'm taking Surge okay. to Bombay Bale. Yeah. Go to Bombay Bale, bro. Get your. Yo, Bring some Pepto, bring some wet wipes. We're going to be on the toilet all night, but it'll be worth no, it. No, no, disagree. Bombabile's not that bad. But shout out Bombabile, man. They're, the people who run the place are great. They've been always been good to my dad like and my family. Like you know, They've been great to us. Um, since they've reopened, I hope they're doing well. Um, yeah, man. Mad love to Bombabile. Those guys are great. And the family who runs it are great, too. Great people. The Nook Cafe of Mississauga. Shouts. Wow. I guess so, yeah. like They're very much like in the same vein. Nook Cafe... Great family that runs it, and same deal with Bombay Bill. So, I mean, we started off this podcast talking about Nook Cafe. We're ending it talking about Nook Cafe. It's everything comes full circle, baby. Yep, sure does. Guys, this was a blast. You got any last thoughts? No, I just got. I gotta. Mm-hmm. I gotta make sure I scrub that uh, Stauska story from the podcast. But uh, other than that, you know, it's just good to good to talk to you guys again, man. man yeah, I miss all my friends. Nice. We gotta meet up. We gotta meet up sometime. The only time I see Will is at the office, really. So, bro, that time you came uh, through to get a book and you got mad nervous about eating the free lunch. Yeah, <laughs> wow. and, you're, and you're like, "Yo, you work here, bro." I'm like, "Yeah, I guess that's true." Yeah, like so, I don't know why you were nervous about eating the free lunch. Shout out to shout out the free lunches. Today was fried chicken, or it was not not fried chicken, baked chicken. It was pretty good. Yeah, I'm we coming got the, through for free lunch. The yeah, fried chicken on fried chicken on Friday was good, man. I liked it. Yeah. it was great. Jeez. All right, guys, this was a blast. Uh, let's do this more regularly now that we all have some free time in our lives. And, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, 
do all the fun things with us on the uh, iTunes podcast app. Five stars. Uh, you know, tell us what you like, what you didn't like, but mostly what you like. Uh, I am Sasha at Sasha Kara on Twitter. Arun is at Arun Things, and Will is at William underscore Lou. And you know, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll get you next time. Mm-hmm.